0: chapter nine of stephen mitchell's journey by pansy the slibbervox recording is in the public domain chapter nine becoming a champion the next sunday stephen went to church he could not have explained why it should seem in keeping with his new ideas to do so certainly he was not in need of more words nor could he hope to have light thrown on his present lesson by listening to the sermon unless indeed sarah jane's idea in regard to watching for the connection between words might be put in practice whatever the motive was he astonished that young woman by making the kitchen fire for her nearly an hour earlier than usual and announcing as he came from the cowhouse with a foaming pail of milk that he was going to meeting and she might go along if she wanted to going to meeting said sarah jane setting down her pan of potatoes to stare at him are you really that is awful nice in you it is such a pretty day i was just wishing i could go and wondering if i couldn't manage to coax you into it somehow but i didn't expect to because you have been dreadfully cranky lately about going to church you know the horses didn't have to work hard yesterday said stephen and i reckon it will be good for them to take a little tramp which was the only explanation he gave to sarah jane however she was in no wise disturbed whatever took him she explained to her mother as she put herself with speed into the green dress whose appearance did credit to her industry at least and indeed to her skill when one took into consideration her meagre resources whatever took him to go i am awful glad he did it seems to me i should fly if i couldn't go somewheres to-day then she stopped in the middle of the delightful task of buttoning the green dress and stared thoughtfully at her mother look here mother she said at last why don't you go with steve yourself you ain't been to meeting in an age i wonder i could be so dreadful mean as not to think of it before i'll help you get ready in a jiffy and then i'll stay and tend to the dinner oh no mrs mitchell hurried to say i can't go to-day child i'm all tuckered out with the extra baking and things yesterday and i don't feel equal to it i don't honest child and i couldn't have you miss it for anything in the world father and i will see to the dinner and have everything comfortable when you come home he likes the notion of your going off together to church like other folks as well as i do though he doesn't say much about such things sarah jane that dress is as pretty as a picture i declare you do beat all for fixing over things i wish stephen had a better looking coat to wear so do i declared sarah jane earnestly but don't say a word mother or he will get a fit at the last moment not to go it isn't so dreadful looking i ironed it as though it had been a satin coat instead of an old faded out linen and i turned over the collar deeper so that the grass stains do not show so bad i reckon i had a notion that he would go to church to-day and that is what made me take the extra pains mrs mitchell was at the window in sarah jane's room watching stephen as he brought doll and dobbin harnessed to the little old spring wagon around to the side door. His coat was very short-waisted, and, for that matter, narrow-chested. It was too bad in it, the mother murmured, to go and shrink like that. But then it had been washed so many times, and she could see, even from the window, that it was frayed at the wrists mrs mitchell had a distinct mental photograph of her stephen as he should have been dressed had her power been equal to her loving will he never knew how hard it was for his mother to see him driving to church dressed as he was yet that he would go to church at all was surely something to be thankful for and the tears which she brushed from her eyes as she finally turned away after watching them down the road were born partly of regret over the overgrown clothes and partly of joy at the thought that they were on their way to meeting like respectable folks the church was small and plain but was fairly well filled with people who were a marked contrast to the mitchells even as uncultured an eye as stevens was able to discover that he was by far the worst dressed person there and sarah jane felt by no means so fine in her made-over green dress as she had in her own room it took but one swift glance at fanny bascom's new lavender suit to discover that the plates of her dress were not in the right place that the points of her basque were too long and that her sleeves were not the correct shape her face grew red as she looked and thought and she actually had some trouble to keep back the tears she had worked so hard, and believed that she had done so well. What was the use in trying to look in the least like other folks? Poor Sarah Jane! At that moment the minister was reading, Why do ye spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Why, indeed! Sarah Jane did not even hear the words, so absorbed was she in her own sorrow. Even the green braid had lost its power to comfort, for Fanny's went down the back as well as the front, and crossed in some bewildering fashion which she could not make out. The service over, Stephen stood on the steps outside and waited for his sister. He had need of patience, for she was making her passage down the aisle as slow as possible. Her courage had already revived, was she who had overcome such mountains of difficulties in the past to be vanquished by a bit of green braid she resolved to conquer if somebody would only detain fanny bascom in the aisle long enough for her to discover just where the braid crossed in the back she felt that she could succeed fortune favored her fanny was halted just before she reached the door by some one who was eager to make arrangements for a basket picnic gotten up hastily in honor of one of their friends sarah jane while she studied the braid heard snatches of the talk and found time to give one little regretful thought to the fact that from all such interests she was counted out how did it feel she wondered to be invited to a picnic to be asked how they should manage this or that detail to be consulted as to what she meant to take and to wear to be in short one of them the last picnic which sarah jane had attended the girls had ignored her and gone off on a stroll by themselves and at lunch time she had been unable to find any one to share her lunch with her it was a sunday-school picnic too after that sarah jane had not wanted to go to picnics nor to sunday school stephen knew nothing about the disappointment connected with the green braid and he stood with his hands in his pockets and wondered why sarah jane did not come good morning said a clear voice just beside him and he turned quickly to meet the woman who had gray eyes and wore some still pale stuff the description fitted her yet but why should she say good morning to him? In his surprise and embarrassment, he forgot even to nod his head in reply. But the lady did not wait for a response. You are Mr. Mitchell, I believe? I am Miss Ransom, the minister's sister. I have come to keep house for him, and I want to get acquainted with his people. You attend church here regularly, do you not? Stephen studied this problem for a minute going back rapidly over his past to discover that it was nearly two months since he had been inside the church. "'Not very regular, I reckon,' he said at last, with an embarrassed laugh. "'We live a long way from the church, and the roads are heavy.' "'I know, but this is your church home, is it not? Therefore we ought to be acquainted. Do you know my brother?' Stephen shook his head mr ransom was himself a stranger having been in the neighborhood but a few months and on the few occasions when stephen honored him with his presence he had slipped away before the new minister could see him or rather without giving any thought whatever to the matter he had accomplished it as a matter of course it had never occurred to him to wait and speak to his pastor or give the pastor opportunity to speak with him why should he the church had been long pastorless, and the constant succession of supplies had not made the acquaintance of the Mitchell family. "'Then I hope you will wait,' said Miss Ransom, and let me introduce you to him. He wants to get acquainted with his people as rapidly as possible. Are there others in your neighborhood upon whom we could call when we come out to see you?' Stephen was about to shake his head, but he held it quiet and gave himself to bewildered thought instead why should he at this moment think of the lucas family they were the only ones in his immediate neighborhood it is true but who could imagine anything so absurd as that people like her and her brother should visit them yet they needed doing good too if that was what she meant they need civilizing he said to himself with a grim smile and like enough she could do it faster than sarah jane and i can but of course she won't them ain't the kind they go to see there's folks he said at last speaking half sullenly but they ain't the kind to be called on why not with a genial smile wouldn't they want to see us i don't know about that said stephen but they're low-down folks that nobody ever calls on they don't go to church it's out of their line they're a hard set barbarians a man called them the other day but i don't know as they can help it the women folks can't anyhow they're poor and never had any chance and the men folks drink and what can you expect of such not much certainly said miss Ransom in gentle voice unless they get acquainted with jesus christ he is the great civilizer you know but do you not think such people need calling upon and helping i am glad to find they have a champion in you she was as much surprised at the sudden flash in his eyes as mr meadows had been here was his third word which thus far had resisted his efforts to discover its meaning behold there must be some sense in which he was a champion and the sentence connected him with the lucas family life was certainly growing very full of mysteries for stephen mitchell miss Ransom hesitated in the word she was about to speak when she saw that peculiar flash of stephen's eyes what had she said which had brought such a look of keen wistful intelligence into them while she hesitated and wondered sarah jane appeared and some one from the other door claimed miss Ransom. she turned back to bow to stephen and assure him of her intention of coming with her brother to see them as soon as possible but he had plunged forward into the little yard and was already lost to sight i wonder who she is said sarah jane coming slowly after him with her eyes behind her i never did see such an elegant-looking lady in all my days who asked stephen shortly why that woman who stood close by you when i came out you don't say you didn't see her steve that's too bad why she looked just like a picture and her dress oh my wasn't it lovely though steve i wish i knew such people and could shake hands with them and laugh and talk and be one of them there doesn't seem to be any folks for us to belong to isn't it queer only the lucases stephen said i suppose we might laugh and talk with them as much as we have a mind to the lucases repeated sarah jane in intense scorn i don't see why you keep talking about them steve we are poor i know and don't have company nor chances nor anything but we are decent and clean and all that, and I think there is a big difference between us and them. Then Stephen, who had already gone deeper into the problems of life than his sister had thought of doing, reflected that Sarah Jane, from her standpoint, looked down upon those below her with even more vehemence, perhaps, than those who were above her looked down upon her. But she's above us, high enough he told himself with the peculiar emphasis on the pronoun which distinguished one person in his mind from all others and she wasn't scornful nor lofty i guess she would have been nice to sarah jane i might have introduced her i suppose if it had been anybody but me he would so in much humility of spirit He climbed into the old spring wagon and was unusually silent even for him during all the long homeward drive. End of chapter 9